Hello and welcome to Humans Exhaust Me, a show caused by our current world and everything within it. My name is Biz Paul, I'm here in the UK and I'm joined over there in the USA by the magnificent Felicia Jones. Hi Paul, how are you today? I'm not not too bad, thank you. The sun has been <laughs> out here in the UK. It only happens three times a year, today was one of those days. I know, it sounds like it's a shocking thing for you to see. <laughs> it, well, <laughs> British people do this. When when the first sun comes out in the spring, which it kind of feels a the bit spring-like. Sun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't sound too dramatic, does it? Um, <laughs> when, when it's called the first sun, uh, it sounds like a medieval thing. But when the sun comes out after it's been cold for so long, people get caught off guard, and we go through um, a, 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 a sort of dilemma about what kind of coat to wear. Do you wear oh. your winter coat or your light jacket, or or what? And I would say today's one of those days where it didn't matter what you chose, it would have been wrong because it was. Uh, frosty this morning we actually had a frost <laughs> and then i went out at lunchtime in my light jacket and i was boiling don't you guys do layers over there uh, yeah I, I, I guess it's <laughs> i'm just trying to think how many layers i had on i had a t-shirt and a jumper and a light jacket which i thought was quite you know decent for a spring day and for those of you who are new a jumper is a sweater <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> not not the one piece onesie that adults wear. It took me uh, a while to kind of figure out why are you guys yeah. wearing jumpers. Yeah, it's a bit like the dressing <laughs> dressing gown robe. Yes, moo moo problem <laughs> confusion. Yes. <laughs> yeah, no, I wasn't wearing a moo moo. I wasn't wearing a bathrobe. I was wearing a sweater, a sweater uh, with or a jumper. With, or a jumper with a t-shirt and a, and, a, and a light jacket, a light jacket that I actually bought in LA when I went one time and was like, oh, it's actually quite cold here. <laughs> it can get cold there. That's not I mean, what I imagined from seeing it on TV. Well, when did you go? Uh, was March. Was it in wintertime? March. Well, yeah, okay, yeah, that's about right. Yeah. yeah, I wasn't prepared, nor for the rain. Well, I was, I mean, I was prepared for rain because, uh, you know, I'm British, so I can cope with rain, but just wasn't expecting it to rain in LA. It's kind of like rainy season. Yeah. Mm, okay. Well, <laughs> where were you at the time? <laughs> what year was this? Oh, 2018, maybe? 17? Oh, 28. Mm. Oh, 2018. I was in Colorado, but I lived in San Diego up until 2012. Oh yeah. Cushing. So yeah it was yeah it was well I, nice. I i know i know now and so my la light jacket was being worn today not needed at lunchtime okay well it's 45 degrees here but it's kind of hot if you go outside well that sounds the same yeah so it's <laughs> well the only thing we have is because the sun is always out here in colorado we have 362 days of sunlight unbelievable and because we're a pie you the heat just kind of hits a little harder so um, if you are outside with a jumper on, you will probably get a little warm. Okay. Even though it's 45 degrees. When I come over, okay. that one time when we do a live show, <laughs> live show, <laughs> live from, that'd be really weird one day. Can, the, the start of the show, I'm Biz Paul here in Colorado. Um, I know. I'll be very confused. Uh, <laughs> when, uh, when Sounds I, like you'll be confused. <laughs> yeah, yeah. When I come over, uh, you will have to like give me lots of, instructions you'll have to give me a packing list a packing list a packing of things list? to wear yeah things well, to, you're, you're things to take. probably coming to summer right i don't i don't i, I don't know 
we haven't just got that come, far with planning. We'll just come when it's warm. Yeah, I think that's probably better. That's we have extra clothes in the house. Yeah, <laughs> if it gets cold. Good. Are they a child <laughs> size? Um, well, they're my size. Okay. Okay. Well, if my, my child size. Uh, we're about the same height, aren't we? Yeah. Absolutely average height. Absolutely average height. I, I wear a boy's large in clothes. Okay. <laughs> might work. It might work. Let's, let's, let, let's go there. Now, um, we're going to come on maybe to talk a bit further about the weather because we could, we could, we could do that now, but let's, let's just park that thought there. Yeah. Um, what's going on, uh, Twitter wise over where you are? Cause there's literally nothing happening on Twitter here today. Twitter's a little boring today. It's like we've gone back to not much happening. I mm. mean, there are people complaining about daylight savings time. Uh, it's supposed to be equal pay day. Okay, so what is that? Tell us what that is. I is the e this year equal pay day falls on March fifteenth, marking the point at which the average U.S. woman catches up to what the average man earned in twenty twenty one. Oh, I see. So it's a it's a moving day, I guess. Yeah. So if <laughs> to to earn the same amount as a man earned in twenty twenty one, a woman would have to be working until today. Yeah. Okay, I get it. I get it. Okay. That's quite Thanks a lot, isn't that. it? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so that's what uh, I learned on, on Twitter. <laughs> hang on. Can I just check? Okay. I wasn't I wasn't mansplaining that, was I? No, I, you weren't, because I didn't. You were explaining. Okay, because I was just trying <laughs> to work it out aloud. That's all. <laughs> no, that's good because I've never heard of equal payday. Um, yeah, so I guess that's what's happening today, and that's about it on Twitter. I mean, other than I watched F one and Drive to Survive came out last weekend, and it was basically the Christian Horner show. Was it? And the Spice Girl. Um, yeah, Jerry Jerry Horner, Jerry Halliwell. Yeah. Yeah, and um he sound he sound jealous the entire show. Of what? Of of not winning for so many years, so. Oh, okay. Just... So is, is this like last season? Is it before the controversy of yes. the last race? Okay. Yeah, so it's all of last season just aired on television. So you had 10 episodes and it it was literally like the Christian Horner whiny show. Oh. <laughs> So he's, oh, yeah. that's disappointing if he's whining all the way through it. I mean, he just sounds like a shady British guy. <laughs> that's what he sounded like. So yeah. uh, it was an interesting show, but I, I mean, I felt kind of bad because of all the controversy. But at the end of the day, these are guys with $44 million contracts, so they will sleep well at night. Yeah. And they all live yeah. in Monaco and don't pay tax and things like that. So yes, we don't, we don't Christian Horner. Too sorry. Oh, no. And Christian Horner was talking about how things are not fair while on his <laughs> his large <laughs> estate somewhere in England. I need to get him. I wanted to get a map because I need to figure out where it is. And on his horses to go play polo oh, and whatever. having someone prep his gun for clay shooting. So, you know, life is hard for him. And, I, I understand. And she's not um, short of a few bob either, is she? She's quite, you know wealthy as an ex-spice girl well yeah i mean they were they were always together on camera so you know life is hard for them i mean yeah. i get it you know <laughs> life is really really tough when you know you have your own little polo ponies yeah 
Goodness, yeah. <laughs> how how the other half live? It feels, you know, stuff like that. That's not that, even half. No, but <laughs> seeing stuff like that, though, I mean, right at the moment, feels really in in poor taste. I don't, I don't know about you. I, I know you said you said to me that maybe you're not seeing as much of things like Ukraine as as we. Are. I mean, it's like it's like wall to wall coverage here, but like that level of privilege just feels uncomfortable to me. Oh, I, it doesn't feel uncomfortable with me because if it was me, I'd be doing it too, but it's not. <laughs> um, I would be on my little ponies while everybody's suffering in the world. But um, Moaning about no. how you didn't win. <laughs> you know, we've been watching documentaries like about Carl Icon, Icon uh, one of these billionaire investors, um, activist investors, and we've watched some other things about Wall Street. And just realizing that there's a lot of people making a lot of money is, is just mind boggling. And I don't, I mean, I guess you can't be mad at them because they're not thinking about us, really. You're, that is that is true. They're definitely not thinking about us. I, for, see, for me, it depends how, that, how they've acquired that money. Does if it really matter when you have a billion dollars? Well, I don't think you need like, much more than that, but... If you, for me, I don't know whether I'm just overly principled or whether I've not 100% bought into capitalism, but if you've earned that money through hard work, through business decisions, strategic things. But they did that. Well, then that's fine. Then that's fine. I, I think people with wealth <laughs> have a, a you know, certain moral obligations to, to help those people who are less fortunate than, than them. Ooh. I do. Um, mm. But... Uh, you know, if so, someone just like um, being duplicitous or uh, trying to circumnavigate tax laws, which, you know, tax, if, if tax loopholes exist, then they should close the loophole. I'll, I will say that. But, you know, people are trying <laughs> to avoid paying tax by doing weird things. Like to me, that's not cool. Well, you shouldn't watch the documentaries we watch. <laughs> I did like the one of our own GameStop, and that was a big thing here uh, with Robinhood, the, these like um, gamified investing apps. And I love the narrator because they were breaking down like how people are making money on in Wall Street. And the narrator was like, okay, so this is how you do it. How do I get in on this? And I'm kind of the same way sometimes. It's like, guys, you guys have been making billions of dollars off of this. Why don't you let some other people in so we can figure out how to how to get a part of that, you know? Mm. then fix it don't fix it like when we start getting involved <laughs> yeah. and and that's basically what a lot of these documentaries are it's like oh when the regular folks get involved oh now we got to fix the loopholes like oh now you got to fix it like that's very that's really convenient right yeah like, whatever <laughs> but mm. we weren't going to talk about money were we <laughs> uh no but I, I've, I've literally i've just found something on twitter that was like right uh -oh. at the bottom of the trending list that that, okay. that is quite entertaining on? so the question is this this trending topic has the pandemic finished off men's suits for good? Depends on how much money you've been making. Well, maybe. So this comes from, so the uh, the rate of inflation in the UK is calculated on a basket of goods. And oh, yeah. it has included a men's suit since 1947. And it now no longer uh, includes a men's suit so the question is are men giving up suits and i think the answer yeah. is naturally it it depends but i was having this conversation with uh, somebody just today about how 
in-person meetings, now we're back doing those, are way more casual than they used to be. In-person meetings. I haven't had an in-person <laughs> meeting in two years, so I don't know, I don't know. what okay. is happening. Well, I probably would be very, I mean, I guess because I've, I've been very casual anyway, or I guess what I would, well, my version of casual, I'll still wear like high heels and, and like nice jeans or something like that. Not, you know, the tennis shoes and the baggy pants and stuff like that. So um, I can see how a lot of things just aren't going to be there again. But this is a great time if somebody wanted to stand out at work is to wear a suit, I guess. Yeah, uh, I went to an exhibition last week, a business expo, and I wore a suit jacket and some jeans, like my my sort of attire that, you know, casual kind of smartish attire. And uh, it was a nice sunny day. Actually, that's that actually that's a point. It was actually a sunny day last week as well. Hmm, spring might be here, and um, it was very it was very interesting. At this place, there was a mix of people where some people had gone straight back into wearing what they were wearing pre pandemic. Other people mm -hmm. sticking very much with slacks and and like um, sweatpants and stuff stuff like that. Oh wow, super, super casual. <laughs> and then others kind of really trying to find their way in a an uncomfortable medium, which I thought was um, quite quite funny but i i think this i think people he, certainly here will be a lot more casual for business meetings and things because we've all seen clients in their hoodies and things like that so well i guess it kind of depends if i can see how i would probably would want to dress up more now because i've had clothes that have been sitting there for two years and it's like i'm not going to buy anything new and i haven't dressed up in a while so let's go ahead and do the whole thing like um this is a weird thing i have been practicing makeup i haven't worn like for real makeup like an entire face with foundation since 2020 and i'm gonna be emceeing an event in a couple of years a uh, couple of months so i'm like let's let's go ahead and bring out this makeup and see what this is about and it's it's been kind of shocking and fun at the same time uh but I, literally i have a whole face on just walking around the house with like sweatpants on so I, I don't know how you do it. So in the crazy world of TikTok, I've obviously watched some kind of uh, makeup tutorial and now I'm inundated yeah. with makeup tutorials and I'm kind of, of a course. little bit obsessed by uh, how much work <laughs> it is to put a, put a face full of makeup on. Like, I did not really appreciate that people put light stuff on and then they put dark stuff on and then they put some pink <laughs> stuff on and then they spray their face with something to keep it on and then they powder it it's like jesus christ this is like how have you got the time it is it is now i don't even go that far but even the steps that i have and i came out of the bathroom and i told dustin i was like this is bs like women have to do way <laughs> too much Why? Yeah. just to look good you know i was like this sucks but yeah you have to put on i mean first you got to get through the entire skincare routine to prep your face then you got to do your foundation color correctors um and and all of this other kind of stuff and your concealers and i don't do powder anymore because i have discovered i have mature skin now uh, <laughs> so i can't do powders and then you got to do your colors and then your lashes all these things it is a lot of work oh goodness uh do you know what it it's it sounds like photoshop like analog photoshop like <laughs> color correctors and i'm gonna put some it green is. stuff on here i mean yeah i have to put on like pink to um 
to correct dark circles under eyes just so I could put brown on top of it. Yeah. None of it makes sense to me. Yeah. It's, I think uh, I don't think yeah. it helps for Dustin because I had to explain undertones to him and he he nods like he knows what I'm talking about. And then I, I think he, he um, zones out. Can you help me understand what is micellar water? Oh, um, I actually have some. <laughs> what, what is it? Because it's, it's everywhere and, and they all talk about micellar water. I'm like, what is it? From what I understand, it was from back in the day, um, it was created over in France. And I, I think during some period, some type of depression, recession, um, they had to create a way to like remove makeup, but, you know, not having all the necessary things. So they came up with this, I call it my silo water. Um, but yeah, and it just removes makeup. It's like a makeup remover and a toner at the same time. So some people use it in the morning um, instead of using like a sudsy soap or a cleanser that way. Um, so yeah, it's, it's just a, it's like a toner and a, a makeup remover at the same time. Wow. Now we obviously didn't plan to talk, uh, talk, <laughs> talk about makeup. I could talk makeup. My, my secret <laughs> uh, hobby that nobody really knows about is I love skincare stuff. So ah. I geek out on this all day, well, but yeah. Okay. So here's another thing that I can't understand. Why <laughs> you use something to take grease off your face and then you apply grease. Okay. What's the grease that was on your face? Like The makeup? Well, well, no, I guess like your natural oils in your skin you, know, you seem to like remove that with this like cleansing stuff and then you put serum on that was another thing that people keep putting on serum and i'm like god your face just looks like so wet no it's called dewy okay because <laughs> you have to absorb so um so you have a double cleanse method and usually you use an oil-based cleanser first just to wash your face um, and it's very oily, and so you have to use warm water to remove it. Um, it's great for makeup remover. Then you do a, a, a regular cleanse, just like a sudsy cleanse. Then you clean your face. Then you have a toner. Then you have your exfoliators. Then you have your essence, so that'll bring, like, hydration in. Then you do your serums. And your serums can, it depends on what whatever problem you have to remove hyperpigmentation, vitamin C, vitamin A. So you have a whole range of serums that you can choose from. Then you do your eye cream and then you do your moisturizer. Oh, I'm sorry. Have you finished? <laughs> that was a actually, long no. list. <laughs> That's a short list, actually. That's, yeah. Uh, but yeah. <laughs> and then you get into the makeup and then you have your setting sprays and all these things to prep. Have you, so, have yeah. you put your lashes on by this time? Have you, what, what's happening with lips right now? At this, you know, I am one of the few people I do not like eyelashes, fake eyelashes. I hate them. They look amazing, but um, I only did them like when I did the TV show or when I was dancing. Uh, but I, as soon as I'm done, I would rip those things off. So um, I don't do eyelashes, but you got to do your mascara. And then, of course, your lips. You got to treat your lips so that you can prep them for whatever lipstick you're doing. Un yeah unreal unreal it's 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 a lot you know i had to do this over the weekend because i was trying to decide on which primer to buy it, it seems that i do you know what i feel you know the other week um the other week the other episode when we were talking about in fact this is a while ago now when we were talking about a new service <laughs> where we can like request that you remove all context yeah. <laughs> from your ex. i'm thinking that actually maybe a better way to, to earn lots of money is to make a makeup product that like hasn't been invented yet like just sow the seed 
that this is what this is really what you need. We can just use I don't know like car oil or something like that we that we randomly find and just extol the benefits to the skin of this particular thing and just make it an essential part of the routine that everybody I, needs. You could. I mean, people were putting lube on their face as primers uh, a few months ago. So <laughs> I remember you saying. And um, some people were using, you know, period blood. So yeah, you Whoa. could. Oh yeah, that's the thing. Okay. Yeah. I'm 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 thinking breast milk would be a good thing to put on the skin. Um, actually, milk is actually a good thing. I don't know about breast milk, but milk is actually um something that a lot of people use on mm -hmm. their skin. Milk, yogurt, eggs, wow. avocado, just, any, just anything basically is what we're saying. Yeah, Any, anything, you can put anything on your face as long as you include it consistently as part of your routine. You can claim that this is part of and the if, routine. And if it and makes sense, it. yes, and if it makes sense, absolutely. Goodness. Okay. Right. Well, we spent far too long talking about makeup, if you ask me, but I, I feel like I've learned, learned something from it. Um, so that was kind of a little bit of well, quite a lot of, of Twitter. Um, in terms of other news, I don't know what's, um, what's kind of going on over there COVID wise, but can we just talk about maybe the, the return of COVID or the, the, the 15th wave or whatever we're calling it? Because... Yeah. The, 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 the disease that never leaves the, the disease that never leaves we i mean we are seeing a little bit of a wave starting over here in europe yeah um it's that ba2 um That's variant it. yeah it's a sub variant of omicron if i'm correct correct and it is hitting china pretty darn hard and they've gone into extreme lockdown modes which is pretty major for china because um and it's all over the country it's not just one area uh, for the most part, like 90 million people are now in lockdown and their spike is, you know, if you look at a graph, it's just shot up. And in Hong Kong, Hong Kong, for the most part, they're saying is looking like New York, March 2020, mm. where it's just out of control. They're running out of places to put bodies um, and it's hitting the older populations um, big time. And because uh, China had a no COVID policy and Hong Kong did as well, but they eased up on it. And I guess this is what's happening Yeah. because I, if I'm right, a few months ago, they were thinking that like household pets were like, like hamsters or something were the cause of it. So people had to turn in their hamsters. Oh, oh it was really sad. I saw that, that and sad. I was like, wow. So um, it's, it's, it's not here yet, but um, I, I was reading from a couple of virologists that, you know, unfortunately in the Western world, we have, you know, we're, we've, we're done. Uh, <laughs> we've said COVID is over, go out and do your thing. And um, they were just saying, basically, this is going to hit us eventually. And I guess this hurt is hitting you all over in, in the UK as well. Well, BA2 is now our dominant um strain yeah. as far as i understand and of course we've got no restrictions now in england scotland have restrictions and the first minister of scotland nicola sturgeon is is refusing now to to kind of release the last restrictions um that even here uh from i think it's i think it's thursday or friday taking off any sort of travel requirements inbound so you don't have to have a test to come here or anything like like that um but my understanding is that where where you've got things like happening in China and Hong Kong is that the vaccine vaccination rate is not as high, and that's that's really why you're seeing these issues. Whereas 
we are seeing a surge again or starting it looks like because people are just go they've just gone back to normal and um and, and that's it so it sounds like you guys haven't had too much of this ba2 yet is that right i, I think there's been a, a little bit but i don't think it's like exploding yeah. like some of the other countries but if we learned our lesson <laughs> from a couple of years ago if you see what's happening in china don't be surprised i mean it's kind of following the same little route it was like china yeah. then europe and then few months later is the united states so i wouldn't be surprised yeah no we definitely if, need to yeah. to watch out for that Do you know one of the things that struck me about watching um certain things that were happening in in europe i guess chiefly the situation in ukraine is obviously uh when you're fleeing for your life you're not as concerned about whether or not you've got a mask on um, well, you're probably not worried about vaccines, masks, or, anything. or disease. No, no ex ex exactly. But someone on the TV was talking about vaccination rates in Ukraine being something like thirty percent, um, and mm. the suggestion was, and this this is not this is clearly not to say um, that this should restrict uh, routes into uh, other countries as as a result. But the the question was, you know, with a with a, a population of such low vaccination rate fleeing around the whole continent what 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 potentially um could that bring what what issue could there oh, yeah. be from from that and you think all of these things come together in a weird way don't they <laughs> it, it it does i i never even thought about it but it does make sense i mean you're still knee deep in a pandemic and restrictions have been lowered in so many places and of course if you're fleeing for your life and from bombings that this is probably the last thing you're thinking about and no one and nobody is doing any checks at the border so i i i wouldn't be surprised if you start seeing an influx of 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 covet i, I think i think it's inevitable it's, it's got to be inevitable um but but the prior you know you can recover from yep. covid you can't recover from a a missile um in your apartment no. so <laughs> uh, that seems the the lesser of two evil. Um, so yeah. just in terms of Ukraine, what what are you what are you seeing over in the states? Because Biden and particularly the you know Biden's people and Anthony Blinken all seem to be on it. But are you not getting a huge amount of coverage over there? Now I I'm not seeing a lot of coverage. I unfortunately well one I don't have cable news, um, and we have not turned on Al Jazeera to see what's going on. So basically, I just try to read what's happening. Um, in financial times or what I see on Twitter um, with some of the people. Um, and it does seem like a lot of what I'm reading has shifted, you know, just to Russia, not necessarily what's going on in Ukraine, but the bigger issue of what to do with Russia and what's happening to the Russian e economy. Um, mm -hmm. It does kind of seem like some people are saying Ukraine is just kind of, it's done uh you know and and yeah it's just the bigger issue of russia now so when they say ukraine is done what does what does that mean um i'm seeing it one economically like economically they're just they're ruined for the yeah. most part and then um a lot of people well not i won't say a lot but it just the energy seems to be like russia has already won and ukraine is not going to get out of this and the last thing I heard was that they were talking to Zelensky or offered Zelensky, uh, um, what is that, when to move their government and um, an exile government type thing um, to get out of the country some kind of way. Interesting. Um, yeah. 
So that's what I've seen. Of course, I've also been like eating cake. So (laughs) because so see, I would say the vibe here is a bit different from from that. I mean, the uh, just what from what I've seen, the the commentary Hmm. is well, Putin's lost. He's lost. He's lost either way because Russia can't recover from from this. the 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 war is not going as fast as they were hoping. They're not advancing. Now seeing because, that, yeah. definitely, definitely um, seeing all of that. But I think it's this at the same time. Like you, Ukraine is kind of well, it's, it's kind of gone it's, at the same it's, time. It's, yeah, I mean, some of these places are absolutely raised to the ground. It's uh, someone on, I think it was a, a BBC reporter who's reported from Syria and all these places. Basically said on this report, if you um, if you're not looking at this. And not comparing it to Russia's tactics in Syria, you haven't been paying attention to how they operate. Mm-hmm. You know, they target civilian areas, they destroy the place, they make it so weak that it's almost like beating people into submission. Now, yeah. what's interesting is that these talks are going on, and what I'm hearing tonight is that Zelensky is potentially talking about saying, well, we're not going to join NATO, which hmm. sort of feels like a big uh, concession. And it'll be interesting to see whether that offers Putin a way out, because if Putin feels, well, maybe this is going to cost a lot of money, hardship or lives for the Russian people, then may, you know, his, his, he ultimately wants to survive and wants to, uh, su- survive in power because he's a megalomaniac yeah. so if that offers him a way to stay in power um, and prevents a, an internal revolution or something like that then maybe that's the off-ramp um, for, for for him but okay Ukraine isn't going to be able to join NATO because apparently it's got a this, this border dispute issue with Crimea or the Donbass is a, a real um something that would always prevent someone joining NATO. You have to have secure borders. There can't be any disputes. So we'd not be able yeah. to join NATO. You gotta anyway. be clean and pretty. Yeah. You gotta be clean exactly. and pretty before you come in. Yeah. Well, I'm I did uh follow a, a gamer out of Russia. I haven't heard from him since, but he was just saying basically things just aren't going well just as far as people go. Um, you know, people are standing in lines trying to get Euros or dollars out. Of, out of ATM machines and people are in line for like 24 hours trying to get this money. Um, and, and they just, and they're talking about turning off the internet or their own little internet. Um, and now I think they're just getting supplies out of China mm. because a lot of companies have, you know, they've abandoned and, and left uh, uh, doing business in Russia. So it's, it's not looking really good. And the other issue, like you said, it, it just piles on top of each other. Now that China is having issues with COVID, they are shutting down things. Like right. they've shut down the ports in Shanghai. And uh, from what I read, it's like that's one of the, the one of the major ports in the world. And if that's shutting down, it's slowing down anything getting from basically, you know, from one place to another place in the world. And a lot of uh, factories are, are, are shutting down. Uh, even like one of the fa- uh, factories for Apple is shutting wow. down. So, okay. so you're, you're having, it, it's like if, if, if Russia is going to try to depend on China and they were saying like for weapons, you know, nobody's like confirmed that's happening yet, but 
you're you're depending on somebody who's having their own um, issues in their house (laughs) on top of everything else that's going on. So it is really just it's not even a domino effect. It's kind of just it's like a problem on top of a problem that isn't going to I don't think it's going to end well for anyone, I would assume. It, It sounds very 2022 this. You know, com- the com- the compounding of issue upon issue, and uh, just <laughs> just yeah, just a general catastrophe. I-, I think the next week is going to be quite crucial because they'll either they'll either take Kiev completely, and then that yeah. you know they'll kill Zelensky, and that that will pretty much be the end of it. I think they'll get him out by, before that, that point. Well, do you reckon? I'm not sure. He- I'm not sure he. He want well. He does, it sounds like he doesn't want to go. Whether or not he he could go, because if he yeah. if he suddenly flees, does that not damage him? I don't I don't know. I uh, mean, if they're going to take over the capital, uh, he doesn't have much of a choice. No, that is true. That is uh, true. Unless they, he goes to another city, and you you'll have even less security there. So I, yeah, yeah. I don't know what you I don't know what you do in in war war strategy. Uh, cause it's, it's not looking good for Russia cause they're, from what I've heard is that they're running out of supplies, food and, you know, th- that type of stuff, because of course it's going longer than what they suspected. And, and of course no one is testing for COVID. So I'm curious what, how, how is COVID playing in this little war? Well, yeah, well, it's a good, well, it's a distraction from it. That's for. That's for sure. I, I mean, but I, is I just... it? Are people getting sick at the same time? They must be, mustn't they? They must. They absolutely must be. But there's no, that? there's no ability to support people because the hospitals are being bombed. It's you yeah. know, if you've got people crammed on a bus or on a train, well, that's that's going to be an issue there. You know, it's it doesn't look um, good. But but like like we said, you can recover potentially from COVID. You can't recover from a missile. So I think I think this next week will be really interesting to see what happens. Um, I, I'm quite interested in seeing what happens with other little um, uh, tussles across the world as well, because it's not like all other wars and issues have stopped either. Oh, I it's haven't even paid attention to the rest of well, the world. <laughs> you know, if I was if I was Argentina, now would be a great time to try and retake the Falklands. I'm not suggesting they should, by the way, but you know things, things like that. So all these like little issues. It's what a strange place we live in. It is. We have not been good stewards of this planet. No, no, definitely not. So somebody's no. going to take it back. <laughs> the aliens. So we'll see what this next next week brings. Meantime, uh, we are you and I going through a, a very strange space-time continuum issue at the the moment because uh we were confused about when we were recording this podcast earlier i was on time well so was i it's just that you were early <laughs> you were about an hour early and i did not appreciate at that moment that as you mentioned it's all over twitter D- daylight savings has come into the u.s but not here in the uk so yeah we are you what, have another two hours? weeks right you have another week or so two two you... weeks yeah two weeks okay um, yeah, so now we're six hours apart, and yeah, I forgot about daylight savings. And as I get older, daylight savings gets harder, for whatever reason. Um, it just gets hard, especially when we fall back. 
it, it just gets really hard to kind of keep up with everything and the time feels weird. But I do appreciate um, daylight savings because now it's just lighter in the evening. It's so much, it's, it's lighter in the evening. I can't wait for it to be warm so I can go sit out on a deck. But the other problem is we forget to eat dinner because it's so light outside. <laughs> it, right, okay. Now, a couple of things there, if I may say so. Firstly, isn't it strange how everybody prefers it when the evenings get get lighter? So we should talk in a minute about whether or not we should even bother changing it back. But uh, I saw a very interesting thing on uh, well, social media, I guess. I can't remember where it was, probably tw- yeah. Twitter, which was like a map of Europe and what time European countries tend to have their evening meal. Mm-hmm. Now, what time, you've been to Britain, what time do you think the UK and Ireland... Oh. tends to have their main evening meal like give me an hour slot like eight o'clock interesting at night yeah right so actually most people would eat it between six thirty and seven thirty. okay so that's normal time yeah okay all right okay. well okay how about spain okay i was in spain i, I felt like everybody ate late there yeah like nine thirty to ten thirty. yeah it was like italy was kind of the same way it's, I think Italy was like eight to nine. Yeah. Um, no, or was it? Or was it a bit later? Italy was the same as Turkey for some reason. So that might be half eight to half nine. I feel uh, like Greece was late too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Norway four to five. Well, that makes sense because they only get like two hours of well, sunlight. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, and I think I just wonder. In fact, the further north you went, the, with the exception of Spain, where like it was just like super late, uh, it, it just got earlier and earlier. So, in terms of the, the daylight saving. So where you are is a lot further south to where I am here. Mm-hmm. So we get this, the really big swings of day, like, you know, daylight saving, not daylight saving, but like daytime to nighttime and, and uh-huh. things like that. So yours doesn't fluctuate that much. So I'm, I'm wondering what the point is of daylight savings there, because over here, what I know, as far as what I know, is that daylight savings was introduced for the farmers or something like that. Yeah, they said the same thing here. It was for okay. farmers, e- energy efficiency, more time to farm the land and all that kind of stuff, yeah. But you still get the so same that. number of days. It's not like it it changes the gravitational or, or orbit of the, <laughs> of the earth or something like that. So it's just the case that farmers would need to just change what time they get up. Yeah, so you're just going to make it a federal mandate to get up. <laughs> yeah, true. So do you think that you should still have it? Because I'm a big fan of just like cancelling it altogether and say, let's stick to summertime and have lighter evenings. I, I don't know. I've, I'm not that um, married. Well, let's see. I, it doesn't, my emotions are not attached to daylight savings. I know a lot of people feel all kinds of ways. Even if we didn't have it, the it's going to naturally get lighter and lighter anyway, or darker and darker because that's just how you know the Earth works. Um, I, I think I generally prefer when it is later. It would be nice if this would happen, like you know, in the fall. But even then, um, even with nature doing its thing, it's still going to get early. I mean, get dark early, so it doesn't really matter. Yeah, but here it gets dark at like half past three in the afternoon. Oh, in winter for you guys it's, it does suck <laughs> yeah half past four i've, I've been there I've, i went to iceland which is not not the uk but that was my first experience of four hours of daylight it was the weirdest thing 
I've ever experienced in my life, just not having enough daylight. Yeah, it's it's not yeah. it's it's not good. We we need vitamin D more here. Everyone needs to take a vitamin D multivitamin here every day. Actually, yeah. I've just realized I've contradicted myself because vitamin D is not a multivitamin. Vitamin D is the vitamin that we need. Yeah. <laughs> and most people need to take a multivitamin here. But um, it's hilarious. I will say this when I've gone to places, um, you can definitely identify the European tourists, especially the British tourists um, in um, beach places, because they will sit out and burn their skin. <laughs> and that's and so true. Like, and it's just like, oh my God. I mean, like, like, I'm just like, my skin is on fire just looking at you. And you would just see these people, the same people every day, and just sit out in the sun all day and rotate with the sun. So they take their <laughs> little chair and rotate. Yeah. <laughs> and you just want to go and like, sweetie, like, your skin is so red. Like, this is unhealthy. <laughs> like, yeah. don't do this to yourself. But but oh, what, what happens is when they do that, they go, oh, I've caught the sun a bit. I've just caught the sun a little bit down my shoulder. I mean, I would assume they probably smell like roasted meat if you got close to them. Maybe. They are, I mean, roasted. Like, I I don't know. Just, it's, it looks dangerous. Well, it is, well, it is dangerous. It is yeah. dangerous to stay out that long with, particularly, if, well, anyway, these days, the sun is so strong um, compared to years ago, for sure. Yeah. Uh, oh. But, but yeah, no, it's not, it's, it's not good because it can cause you all sorts sunblock of damage. Sunblock. <laughs> yeah. 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 But maybe they're trying to get all of their vitamin D for the whole year. Maybe that's what they're doing. I, I don't, don't know. Yeah. I don't think they're really thinking it through to be honest. To be honest but you can definitely tell the European tourists. It's yeah. like, oh, they're from Europe, aren't they? Oh, poor thing. Like yeah. He's been outside for like three seconds and like, looks like he's flaming. It's yeah. But I, won't no, go I, inside. I but won't, won't stop. No, because well, it's because we just don't get enough. enough is sunblock of it. not a thing there? Um, just... Yeah, sure, sure, sure. It is, but I mean, um, do people use it? Yes, yeah, I think so. I think so. I think so. I think the the thing is, is that we are always surprised by it because we don't <laughs> see enough of it. You know, I've said that right at the beginning of the show. Today I went out and I was surprised that there was sun, and that's. I mean, like, how did you react? Is it like a reaction, like? aliens were coming like did you walk out the house and just stand for like 10 minutes because you didn't know what was happening no because i didn't think to go outside until i needed to go outside and then i was like oh oh it's lovely Sunlight. today isn't it it's lovely and everyone says the same thing oh isn't it nice today oh <laughs> that's what we do best we talk about the weather oh or you talk about the sun <laughs> yeah actually i don't know if i've ever said this to you but there is there is a historical reason why we talk about the weather so much and it's why? to do with our position in the globe and um uh, because of where it is and because of the jet stream the british isles which includes the island of ireland uh is has always been very temperate so one of the reasons why the industrial revolution happened over here is because uh, farming has always been very, very reliable. Seasons have been reliable. There's always been rain. There's always been sunshine. Uh, it's been very, very good for crops. So agriculture picked up here a lot earlier than other places around the world. And so that allowed people on these islands to become more advanced. Uh, but in order to do that, the weather and what it did each day, because it was so changeable, would be really important to whether the crops were successful. And so we've developed this culture 
on these islands of incessantly talking about the weather because <laughs> centuries ago it was actually important. Now it's just a case of what jacket should I put on. Okay. Well, that makes sense. I My other controversial theory about um, people from your part of the world uh, with colonization, I just figured you guys didn't get enough vitamin D, so you had to go take over other nations because you're just mad, mad and jealous because of the sunlight. Yeah, that's and my, also that's greedy because we wanted the minerals or, no, you know. I think it's just mad and jealous <laughs> because other people are in the sun and, you know, they had to take their anger out on these other people because they had to go back home at some point. Well, I can see how that appears like that. And I'm sure that there are elements of that today. <laughs> that is probably why British people abroad, particularly on, say, the Costa del Sol in Spain, um, often go out fighting in the evening. See, just mad because you got to go home. Yeah. To cold, rainy, no mm. sunlight, lack of vitamin D. Mm. Well, long may daylight savings continue. Um, long may <laughs> I be able to wear my light jacket. I will remember. I'll try and remember to wear layers though, so that I that I get it right. Yes. Um, but you're going to be wearing shorts soon, so don't worry. Oh, Short absolutely. Short season is coming up. Oh, fantastic. Yep. Yeah. Fantastic. So, That's... and then also, this is the season to get ready for your summer fling. Well, it yeah. will. It will soon be. <laughs> it will soon be here once again. Yes, summer fling season <laughs> comes again. Oh goodness me! Right. Uh, well, we'll have to. We'll have to get ready. Uh, all right. Well, um, I've. I felt. I feel like I've learned a lot in this episode. Particularly, uh, you know, thank you for your contributions towards makeup, and also, you know, understanding what sort of layers of clothing I should wear. But we, we should maybe consider like a a subgenre of the show, like a spin-off about our thoughts on various fashion. Uh, let's do it. You know, since you're on TikTok learning about makeup, I can I can help you along if you have questions. I'm gonna research it for at least four hours because that's like my average time on TikTok once I start. Oh my god. <laughs> Who are you? It's not really, but it feels like that. Mine is like four seconds. Yeah. Okay. Well, <laughs> let me fill you in on what the kids are talking about uh, on the next show. All right. All right. Till next time. See you soon. See ya. Part of the Like Mind Media Network.